previously on Roll Gay Roleplay. When will you be needing a lift to council? Can you take all of us now? Ring is out of juice. Tomorrow at dawn. Meet you there. Benny comes to Tara first and walks into her room. I appreciate that you only trust yourself, but from our perspective, Benny, you've been kind of losing it recently. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's fair. I don't know if we can trust you. I understand that. I I think that I'm just very critical of anybody who is trying to destroy other religions, and I'm afraid of the end of the world. We need to figure out, um, from my perspective, and here are my notes, and she shows you her notes, and her notes are literally um, Anamik, Skull, Happy Face, Skull, Happy Face. Just the ravings of a man. Then you see Eve... Happy face, happy face, happy face, happy face. Oh my god, I don't understand this. You hear a little tap at the window of the shop, and you see an owl with a note in its mouth at the window. Um, Benny, like, does side eyes, notices that nobody else notices, and sneaks over to the window to take the note. Uh, you can open the note and see that it says, Remember your fortune. See you at council soon. Stay safe. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, now with more holes. Oh, no. I pierced my nose. Oh, okay. That went south really fast. Yeah, it did. Uh, My name is Katie, and I want to get my nose pierced, but I lost a couple ear piercings because I don't think I heal well, and I'm really not ready to take that risk with my nose. You know what I mean? Hi, my name is Brandon. I play Tara Deck. And as of our most recent level up, Tara's health is 69, everybody. Nice. Nice. Yes. Nice. Slay mama. I'm Tisha. I play Benny. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jonathan. I play Eve. And my new sexuality is men, like specifically boyfriends, who won't let their partner eat until they take the picture of the food for the gram. (laughs) So. I think my favorite part of your intros now is you have changed your sexuality three times in a row. And I love that. I, I think I'm on a trend here. You know what? <laughs> I like it. I like it. I just like Katie said, so find your cheese. brand and just stick to it. I'm in. Hello. Is it is it eggs Benedict or like cummy penis? You know, I'm sorry. What? What was that? Last what? One? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm very proud of how quickly we got through our intros today, guys. I just want to say it. Because the last episode was real bad. <laughs> I, I think we were also, like, blasted last you episode. You know, things happen. Life happens. <laughs> um, so what's our question for today? Our question for today is... If you had to choose to be a queer character in film or TV, who would you choose and why? 
and Christian gave us this question from our Patreon. I have an Thanks, answer. Christian. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, immediately. I thought about it for two seconds. And then I'm like, duh, you idiot. I want to be Shira from the new TV show because she's gay and she has a girlfriend and she has muscles. And oh, my God. That's the dream. Doesn't she also like bang a cat? I mean, her cat is her girlfriend. She's a cat girl. Shut Ooh. up, Jonathan. You are literally like, <laughs> Jonathan, fuck, Brandon. You were literally falling apart over that stupid cowboy last episode. It's okay. Everyone gets us mixed up. We look the same. <laughs> we literally sound the same. <laughs> For every time that Katie calls Brandon Jonathan, I'm taking a shot. <laughs> Oh. There's one. There's one syllable that's similar at the end. That's it. Brandon than Jonna. Uh, <laughs> Change my Discord name to Jonathan. Uh, um, I would be uh, my queer character would be Dominique Jackson. You may know her as Miss Electra Abundance from Pose. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Um, I feel that she is what I will be when I finally get some class in my life. Um, Bitch, you think you can pull that much weight? I, you know, I <laughs> need a few more degrees. Um, and I need my cheekbones to be che- uh, chiseled for the pantheon of gods. <laughs> and then <laughs> I think I will be at least um, one size different from who she is. <laughs> But yeah, I, I got some I got some shoes to fill and some weave to put in. Mother of the house of whatever the fuck Warcraft server we're on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but yeah, I also need to start using all of my syllables when I talk, all of my consonants, because that's diction, and I have zero. My shit runs together like nobody's mm-hmm. business, like diarrhea. Okay, okay. Well, mine's related to diarrhea. My LGBT character that I would want to take the place of or become is Squilliam from SpongeBob. Uh. <laughs> I don't think they outright state his sexuality, but I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Bitchy gay. Oh, he gay a fuck. But also, like, he's living that sweet life. Like, tentacle porn is, like, adjacent to furry porn, so that's all you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to spend the weekends at Katie's place. (laughs) Oh, my God, no. Oh, man. I I don't have a good answer for this at all. I think I would honestly just be... I think I would just be David Rose from Schitt's Creek. I know the setting isn't great, but the ambition's there. Yes. Hmm. I mean, you would own your own store. He's successful. He's in love. Owns his own store. I mean, like, I'm not, I, I would have to dial up the, the prissiness because that's not really my MO, but I can handle it. And I'm, I'm all for a good sweater in cold weather. Also, Patrick is gorgeous. He is. But there needs to be more t-shirts and shorts involved in this out attire. Like, I can't, it can't be sweaters in summer. We can't be doing that long sleeve shit in the field. Oh, and you know what, Patrick needs, yeah, you're, yeah, more personality too. You're not even wearing a shirt right now. That's true. I'm not wearing a shirt. I would be I would be David, but topless David. 
Nega David. <laughs> Nega David. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you are the anti David. <laughs> I am the anti David. It's instead of like a fancy, like upscale, like local artisan. It's just your hoarding store. This is my store where I put fun stuff. <laughs> Look at my fun stuff. Don't touch it. Smart house. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be perched in the corner uh, yeah. of it. Yeah. I stand. I like it. I'm here for it. I, it's hard, um, but I think I would be Anissa Pierce, uh, Thunder, mostly because she's married to Grace Choi. Who? Uh, Thunder? See. From, right uh, it's uh, DC Comics, uh, Thunder. She's also Blackbird. Oh, Okay, I got you. This is a this is a fictional character. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, from Arrow. Okay, because from... I straight up looked up Grace Joy and I was like, I see Grace and Joy clothing no, Grace company. Grace Choi. Right. Is... Oh, Grace Choi. C H O I. Yes. That's who she marries. Ooh, come on, titties. Oh, that tattoo. Right. Oh my god, that just I got fucked by a guy that wore that tattoo. Also, she gets <laughs> she's thunder like. No She's way! On Black we can't skip past this. Yeah, no, I can't skip <laughs> past that either. Can't see past what? Give us some deets. What's give us? Where a was name, the tattoo? How a... big it was? Did he call himself Thunder? Did he call himself Thunder? Like a fucking American gladiator. Oh. Did he have giant he was... foam Q-tips? That oh my he god! Hit? Did he have theme music when he walked into the room? He was this bassist for this like local Houston band. And he had that tattoo on Grace Choice uh, tummy, like he had that. Oh, the sun. Her outsiders. And I, uh, yeah, Jesus. tattoos. See, oh, okay. oh my god, that, I'm sorry. I just like immediately like felt my whole spasm. So that. <laughs> Whoa. That's where I'm at. No one oh, ever get thing? that tattoo. The sun surrounding your belly button. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He like shaggy hair. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway, so. <laughs> Hang on, we need to change recording days. This is... <laughs> Sorry, I can't be her. <laughs> so, good good, good queer answers. Thank you again, Christian, for the question. And we did it in under 10 minutes, guys. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Look at God. I'm knocking on Yay! wood. So, where we last left off is the next question. And uh, does anyone remember what happened last time? I'm sure you guys do. Party. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm pride. I'm also pride. Wait. No, you're not. Vanity, and, vanity pride and pride are evidently the same. same thing, according to Brandon. According to Full Metal Alchemist, I think. <laughs> no way. I feel like it's two different interpretations of the same vice. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't really matter. No. I mean, and honestly, like, look at me and Tara. Yeah, they're both vain as fuck. <laughs> yeah. You guys got different interpretations of it. One's a very uh, Carly Simon 1970s look. And the yeah, other I one is a very masculine, mustache, green pants, daddy dom look. Oh, yeah. I got to get my, uh, I got to get my voice. Uh, 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 okay, I'm back. Uh. You did go with a whole voice for it, too. You're right. Oh, no. Now my hole's twitching. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, guys, we're sexually neutral. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> Can we address oh. it real quick? Because it's really fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, that was like the most, I don't even know. Is that even passive aggressive dismissal? Like that was just. <laughs> it's I, I, I'm to set it up for our listeners. There was a question on a Facebook group 
that was uh, asking about D&D podcasts located specifically in Florida. We have two-fifths of our podcast in Florida, so our podcast was recommended not by one of the five of us, but by one of our friends, Nico. The response back was, anything sexually neutral? <laughs> like, what does that even mean? No, like, even holding I don't, hands. Sorry, we're too queer for you, Karen. I will say that there is more to it because it has been commented on more and more and more. And it turns out that that guy who said anything sexually neutral believes that CNN has given a ton of money to work on overpopulation. And so it is, he is a conspiracy theorist that believes that we are all being turned gay by CNN and their money uh, to control the population. But where the money at? The- I'm going to yeah, submit CNN. A, yeah, hold on, CNN. We got to talk about this. I'm just saying. Wait a damn minute. I ain't and CNN also, and any of- money. Wait, was the person who said that <laughs> white or black? Was that a white Girl, person? Yeah, that no. must have been a white person. You know. Because if, if that person was black, that's some hotep ass shit. And I'm <laughs> over it already. Um... So yeah, yeah, when your friends ask guys, we're sexually neutral. We are not sexually neutral. We are not sexually neutral. You literally just talked about We're not sexually neutral. We're sexually chaotic. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) Yeah, either way, if you're looking for a podcast that has been described as not sexually neutral, you found us. Yeah, and if you ever realize that you're gay, it's a lie. It's CNN. I'm sorry, everyone. (laughs) <laughs> what about gays in countries where they don't even get CNN? Right. Like, I don't watch. Well, you know, oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. It's also the Illuminati. Oh, okay. So you just. <laughs> Obviously. Right. Gays without borders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we are all lizard oh folk God. here, right? It's not just me. Not mm. the scaly queers. <laughs> I, I should lotion my fucking body for real, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is our intro. Yeah, weren't we just happy about not having a 20-minute intro? I know, and I, I derailed us. That was on me. Okay. So we last <laughs> left off at uh, the Seven Deadly Sins party. Woo-woo. And you met Theodore at his terrible shop, purchased some Yeetus dolls, and uh, Tara got some pinecone rhinestones. Which I used to rhinestone a Yeetus doll. Yes. He's now rhinestoned in pinecones. Brilliant. You can stay at the party as long as you like. Full-on rager going on outside. Is anyone getting trashed while we're there is my question? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's been a very stressful couple days slash hours. Jet doesn't even know anymore, okay? She's just like, whatever. I'm going to drink my feelings away. Well, the uh, cat boy slash bunny man boss will be serving drinks the entire night, so... Jack can get hammered. No problem. Ugh. We'll give you another hangover the next morning. Is anyone else drinking heavily? Not Tara's on high alert because she thinks we're going to get murdered. Yes, that would make sense. Jen is drinking. Eve is not drinking Jen at is all. drinking because okay. she thinks she's going to get murdered. Benny's sipping a drink on her drink. Um, sometimes fake, fake sipping, uh, but just keeping an eye on Jet, like following Jet everywhere. Okay. Every time we walk up to Benny, Benny's like, oh my god, I'm so drunk, but she's like stone cold sober. (laughs) (laughs) She she like keeps lifting drinks up to herself and pouring them on the side of her mouth. Well, she's also dressed (laughs) up like a sloth, so she's drinking like a sloth. Oh, that's cute. Okay. 
That's good. It's like you're probably having to stop Jet from setting your sword on fire. Like... <laughs> <laughs> button! Button! Fire button! <laughs> okay, so then, Jet, you're going to wake up the same the next morning with the exact same thing as you always do when you're hungover. You have a plus to your... St- no, that's when we're drunk. You're going to be hungover in the morning. That's mm-hmm. a different story. I think I need you to roll me a D6. And we're going to see what the damage is for the hangover. A fucking one. Damn. Maybe that's you die. good. Maybe that's good. Yeah, I do have it that six is actually really bad and one is really good. So oh you got a headache and you escaped without any negative uh, attributes or abilities. Well done. Oh, my God. Thank God. Nice. The one time. Perfect. Right. So, okay. Then Jet is fine. Maybe just a little bit like keep the noise down, please. Mm. Great. So then the next morning, we'll wake up. Loxif is picking you up at dawn. Is anyone waking up super early to get there? Or is anyone going to like sleep in, need to be woken up? Benny's waking up super early to get there. She probably did not sleep. Just waited by the Trev P. Fountain. (laughs) That's a good question. Is everyone taking a rest this time? Yes. 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 I think Eve finally rested. Yeah, actually, Benny would have just slept at the Trev P. Fountain. Just like on the bench or something? Just right next to the fountain. The piss smell. Okay. On the Um, the ledge. I mean, Trev does have like a 3 a.m. piss routine, so. Well, that would wake her up. Eve was uh, totally digging his green pants, so he's just going to keep those on. Oh, yeah, the costumes. Does anyone want to keep their costumes on? Sleeping in a sloth costume actually seems quite comfy. Yeah, no, Jet Jet is up because it's her brother. Like, this is when she's going to go see her brother. She knows her brother is there, and she is covered in everything. Like, she's got her armor. She's got all of her knives, crossbows. She's getting her boy back. Aw. Tara's okay. just corseted it up with her sword skirt clanking around. God, I fucking love that sword. All right. <laughs> Bring it to the runway. Click it to the runway. <laughs> then, at dawn... Or before dawn, Daisy will arrive at the Trev P. Fountain. And she's got up real early to make everybody breakfast sandwiches for your departure. And she will not distribute any of them until Eve arrives first. <laughs> Benny snatches one. <laughs> no, not that one. This is not for you. This one. You can choose this one. Well, okay. Just give it. Okay, I'll take it. Oh, is there a difference one, between the, the sandwiches? Not for you. Here. <laughs> I, what? I, I take it and I toss it in the Trev P. Fountain. What? It sounds, t- why are the sandwiches different? I'm scared. <laughs> she said like, it wasn't different for you. I mean. Even Betty have both like proven themselves to kind of be against the group. Uh-huh. I think Tara's paranoid for her life. <laughs> okay. But da- not Daisy though. It's- A Daisy is an extension of Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I get, um, I'm going to say Tara doesn't throw out the Trev B. Pound fountain. She gives it to Carl's Jr. on her shoulder. He dies. Just going <laughs> to watch to see if Carl's Jr. is okay before she... <laughs> no, Carl's Jr. eats it, you know, cloth and all, and just seems to enjoy it. It's an egg f- fuck muffin. Egg fuck muffin. Egg, it's an egg fuck, fuck muffin. Eve walks in <laughs> and says, uh, Here, here, hello, uh, good morning. I mean... <clears throat> Ah, well, I just must, I was still in character, excuse me. Um, I had so much fun last evening, I must have lost myself in the sauce. 
Um, good morning, everyone. Good morning, the fine, I mean, Daisy. Good morning. It seems that we have breakfast here, yes. Of course, I made you all breakfast sandwiches for your trip. I will be here awaiting your arrival back. This one is for you, of course, Eve. Oh, thank you very much. And Eve, like, as pusty and as dainty as ever, like, eats it to, like, regain that Southern Belle charm and look. It's fucking delicious. It's doused in butter. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that butter was probably off her face. Be- before <laughs> Benny eats her, she's going to uh, check for, like, roll for Arcana or Insight or whatever. Investigation? Let's, let's do Investigation. Okay. 16. Uh, yeah, you can open up your uh, sandwich and see that the eggs that it's made with have all the shells in it still. <laughs> <laughs> what a bitch. Uh, you know, um, I'm not sure if you knew this about me, Daisy, even though you were the cook on the ship for so long. Uh, I, don't, I don't eat eggs. I'm, I'm, I'm vegan. <laughs> I like we, my eggs boneless. I know. Oh, well, okay. And she'll blink at you. Well, then, then this sandwich is is not meant for me. I take it. Uh, did somebody else get my sandwich that has no egg on it? No, is that just for you? You can lick the bread. That's not how it works. Um, now I the feel other like side did not sandwich... touch any eggs. You, you're I, fine. Yeah, but this whole sandwich has been wasted, and these lives have been wasted. That's terrible. Huh? It's I'm only wasted at... if you don't eat it. I'm not looking at you in the same light. Thanks. You need better lighting. Hmm. I always worry about the light because, you know, my head shines. So, um, you know, I'm just a shiny kind of person. So I don't always take great photographs. But um, here, Carl's Wait, I need sunglasses for your face. I will go over here now. Thank you. Oh, Merci. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, my God. And she'll try to give Jet a sandwich now. Here, here is your sandwich. Yeah, Jet's going to scarf it down. She is still hungover. Yeah. Was it crunchy? No, it's also very good and full of butter. It was just Benny's that was fucked up. Oh he didn't throw this away. Um, oh, okay. Benny goes to Eve and says, um, Eve, I'm not sure if I would eat that if I were you. I think that uh, Daisy might be up to something. Now, now, Benny, uh, let me just... It seems that there may be a little bit of uh, jealousy between you and our new Celestine for the Church of Fiance. I will take your advice and uh, look at this sandwich and I open the sandwich... And do I see anything? Go ahead and roll investigation. All right. Investigation. I rolled an eight. <gasps> looks looks like a sandwich. All right. Um, and I say, now, now, Benny, if you could just look at this sandwich right here. Um, and I show her and I say, there is absolutely nothing there. And then I, like, take another dainty-ass bite of it. Of course. And I say, yum, Delicious. Yeah, Benny, and it is delicious. Benny rolled a nine on investigation for the sandwich. And he goes, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I am just being jealous. Huh. Interesting. But she's quite mean to me. It has been uh, brought to my attention that she was told to go to the Trev P. Fountain instead of going to decorate for the coming of Yonce. Um, and that was your, your doing. That, that was. You're, you're right. I, it was my doing because I really I feel like she has some ulterior motives here. Um, and she keeps being mean to me out of nowhere for no reason. Even before I asked her to not to go to the Trev P. Fountain. She said that you're well, she said that you're easily controlled and I don't do a good job controlling you. Oh, and I don't think that you need oh. to be controlled. Well, uh, 
I, for one, know that I am never a person to be controlled. I will say that in further interactions with our dear Daisy, um, it is better to catch flies with honey than anything else. So if you could please work on being a little more sweet to our dear Daisy, it'd be much obliged, Miss Benedetta. Yeah, I'm not sure that's going to happen, but um, I will hear what you have to say and then take it into consideration next time I speak to her. However, I do not trust her. I do not trust anybody at this moment. So there's that. Why are we not trusting our friends and those that have been with us since the beginning? Um, because why are we not? Who are we not trusting? Anyone? Does that include Tara and Jet? That I mean, for me, yes, it does include Tara and Jet because I have no idea exactly why they're there. And also, Tara took um, two religious has had two religious objects on themselves, but now I have one of the religious objects that they did have. Um, and also, Jet, you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, her brother was taken by uh, Hogum. And Hogum just happened to be at the place where Mayak rained down on an island. Like, why was he there? Um, why is her brother freely going with him? Um, you know, obviously, there's there's just a lot going on. Oh, and but we fully trust you, Eve. I would rank you a smiley face on a ranking system oh. that consists of arbitrary faces. <laughs> can I can I roll an insight on that? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Roll deception, Tara. Uh, I rolled 11. I I would assume you would just think it was a weird comment. <laughs> okay. Thank you for your input, Tara. We welcome you to this conversation, and I beckon Tara to come towards us. Benny has some concerns with how we are operating as a team. And I do declare that as our war horse... We cannot have Benny, how do you say, not trusting us in the battlefield. Oh, I agree. We are completely dependent upon each other in these fights. We, I, I myself am, am not the most skilled warrior, so I, I truly depend on y'all's strength. Do you hear this, Benny? We depend on you, and we cannot depend on you if we cannot trust you. I, I need I you to do a better job of putting your insecurities to rest and remember that we all come first. Can you roll persuasion on her for that? Plus eight. Give me something good. That is a 22. Damn. That's perform. I'm sorry. That's performance. Persuasion. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Shit. Um, that's, that's eight. <laughs> oh God. Wow. Okay. Uh, I feel like there's a, a, a slight, um, confusion between the the words reliant upon and using. So, you know, I I don't really appreciate being used, and especially appreciate I don't appreciate being used in plans to destroy and harm others um, that are good. And I feel like somebody is using me to harm uh, innocent people, and I don't know who that is exactly. I'm not even sure if it's, if it's myself, but, you know, people are getting hurt and I'm, I'm feeling quite used. I find it funny that the person who you did trust, Miss Anamique, is the one that we are now 
on the route to destroying because um, she's evil. So I do declare that if you could please place your mistrust where they belong instead of putting them on us who have been with you on the battlefield and off the battlefield, they would be most obliged, Miss Benny. Yeah, um, I understand that. And I love you, Eve, uh, very much. And and I've put my trust in you for a very long time. And you've always been there with me, fighting right alongside me and protecting me from things that may hurt me. Absolutely. You know, and, and Tara has helped out. And as it has, has Jet, except for that one time that she punched me in the face, that kind of hurt. I do think she was having sex with a squid at the time. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, I don't trust that squid, that's for sure. Um, but I, I, I'm just not exactly sure who to trust because I feel like I'm being used. And with all these people reliant on me, I have to make sure that I'm making the right decisions rightfully. And I've been kind of lazy at trying to figure out what my role is um, and what's right and what's wrong. And I'm just going to continue, um, I guess, trusting my, my trust chart. For now. Hey, Jet, can you hear us? Are you, can you join us? I am trying very hard to not make any comments. I would just like to say that I would not like to be murdered before I see my brother. And this seems to be the group of people that is the least likely to get me murdered on the path to that goal. I don't think Benny's... the least likely. The least likely. I don't want to murder you. Pardon me? I thought thought we'd be somewhere in the middle. (laughs) What? Uh, Miss Bennett, is there anything that we can do at this moment to assage your mistrust in us so that we can continue to move forward in a Yonce fashion? I, I think that this whole, like, black and white Anamique is bad um, when we don't really know, right? I think that it, instead of, like, just taking it at the word that Anamique is bad without further explanation or exploration into the, these ideas is, is what's holding me back. Do we not, rec- can we not recall what happened at the mansion? Yeah. So Anamik said that she was young and she thought she was helping out Mara and then Mara took it way too far. And that's why the book that she gave me says that Mayak, it, Mayak isn't real but because she gave uh, Mara a book that said Mayak was real, and then May, and then Mara, like, took that to heart, and now is trying to, like, fulfill the Mayak calling. So, do you hear how you sound at this moment? It sounds like Miss Anamik has you wrapped around her finger because she is a master manipulator, and you are falling right into her trap. Um, you know, and she may be, she may be, and I'm obviously gullible to being manipulated. I'm I'm not a very strong person, um, but it's hard when somebody comes up to you and gives their explanation, and I questioned her and questioned her and questioned her, but I really do kind of believe that she has my best interests at heart, and that somebody somebody's harming the world here, and it's either Anamik, it's Hogum, it's one of us, I do declare, Miss Bennett, that an individual who has lived multiple lifetimes and timelines has done a number on you as an individual. 
I do declare that you probably should take some time and find the light with Yancey. Yeah. Maybe prayer is in order. Do you have the halo? Maybe if I hold the halo. I uh, take out the halo, but I'm like, first I grab like a... um, um, like a, a a pocket square, like a, a a kerchief, and then I grab the halo, and then I give it to Benny. Thank you. And I say, uh, the recommended number to secure your trust back in Yancey and remove doubt is twelve death drops a day. Okay, I'll do that. You're probably right. What is our next order of business? The next order of business is I'm going to jump in with our mid-game announcements. First, I get to say thank you to our two newest patrons. So thank you, Ethan, and thank you, Eyelashes. Enjoy everything on our Patreon, and your dice will be shipping out this week. Speaking of our Patreon, our public poll for Season 4's setting is almost at a close. And unless something miraculous happens in the next 24 hours, the Season 4 setting will either be literal hell, fully automated space gay communism, Gay space communism. I forget which order that is now. Or <laughs> or a world of fairy tales. So season four will be happening later in 2021. And just because season three is ending in June doesn't mean that we're going to be gone the whole time between season three and four. We're going to jump in just not weekly, but we're going to have some fun stuff in between. Don't worry, we'll be around. And we'll be sure to make an announcement as soon as we know the exact date for the season four release. So yeah, one of those settings, look out for that. And of course, to everyone in the States, have a happy and safe Memorial Day. Now here's a word from one of our friends at the Be Gay Roll Dice Network. One time on Sword of Symphonies, our captain played an accordion number for a demon as a backing track to the story the demon was telling him. This one time on Sword of Symphonies, there was a rodeo rider on a giant eagle bird thing, and it was rad. She's going to take her jacket and try to put it over the bird's eyes, like create a blindfold. I would once again like to reiterate what could possibly go wrong. This one time on Sword of Symphonies, the crew dug up some buried treasure. No, look at this moss. It's attached to a shovel. (laughs) Look, I love all three of you, but Tissa is my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part of Sword of Symphonies is the majesty of the spellcasting. Brilliant Carnival. Starlight Stars. Flying Shark. Knife Pain. <laughs> Fry's Bolt. So if you'd like seafaring adventure, a lot of game design talk, music written in-house, and a lot of whatever that was just now, join us every week on Sword of Symphonies. As, uh, as you guys are... As you guys are talking, a portal opens up on the ledge of the fountain, and Loxif steps out, now wearing a formal military suit. And he will say, Hey, Benny, Eve, nice seeing you guys again. I assume these are your new partners. Uh, I'm Loxif, and he'll hold out his hand to shake Tara and Jet's hand. Tara Dick, the pleasure is all yours. Captain Loxif, <laughs> your pleasure. Yeah. So that's going to shake uh, Loxif's hand, but also do just an investigation check, maybe. See if she thinks that Loxif is, like, on. I know that Loxif is giving Benny, like, Benny seems to trust Loxif as much as she trusts anybody else. And I just want to see if it's worth it. 
So you, you want to just like test his trustworthiness to you on like first impression? Yeah, just kind of be like, yo, like, does he seem like a cool person? Seem trustworthy? What's my gut saying kind of thing? Would that be like a perception or an investigation? Let's do perception. Okay. A 10. Okay. He seems pretty um, staunch, but reliable. Seems to be on a mission. And he seems to clearly trust Benny and Eve. Okay. Good handshake then. Yeah. Can you can you go over what Loxif looks like again? Yeah, Loxif is a gnome. Um, he has short hair, uh, light pale gray skin. He's wearing a blue a, a blue formal military garb with like. Did I explain him? Was there anything else you wanted to know about his looks though? Is he, is he hot? <laughs> no, not particularly. But he's not ugly. Mm. On give him a number ranking. Six on a good day. Six out of a thousand? Oh my god. <laughs> Brutal. I forgot Florida ranks are so high. Yeah, it's <laughs> we do it by yen. We go up to a thousand. Yeah, okay. Sure you do, Florida. <laughs> uh, my my dear Loxif, I see that you are here over here in this nice, finely tailored suit. What brings you to the likes of this island? Well, that's, uh, we've got kind of a problem back at council, and I need your help. So uh, our, our queen, our queen, has gone missing. I'll, Gasp. I'll explain the details while we're at council. Let's just get through the portal while it's still open. Yeah, come on through, everyone. And Loxif will just rush through the portal, leaving it open for the rest of you to follow. Uh, Tara goes through. Eve swan dives in his green pants. Everyone seems to be physically okay going through this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then, so, yes. Well, I, I think if Tara walks this. through, she walks through and instinctively steps to the side because she knows some bullshit is going to happen. Somebody <laughs> swan diving through. <laughs> Does Benny go through okay? Yeah, Benny just says, well, I guess let's do this. And she she throws a dagger at Daisy. Uh, oh, my God. What? Okay, go ahead and roll for the attack. Because there were shells in your sandwich? Yeah. I have da- I have Daisy's character sheet, so we're good. 22 to hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, where do you want to hit her? That's a really good shot. Just in... Uh, just in... If it's a 22 and I can choose wherever I want... Yeah. I want it to hit her in the middle finger. Just like the tip, like the... The middle of the top of her middle finger. We can assume that she was flipping you off as you were walking through. Yes, exactly. Daisy was flipping you off as you were walking through the... uh, Like, she had, like, some good, like, two-inch nails, and you, like, split the nail. (laughs) Yes, I split the nail. Yes, Daisy takes a dagger to the finger. Oh, Oh, no, that was a load-bearing fingernail. She's dead. (laughs) It It was six damage, by the way. Okay. And Benny says, bye. See ya later, Splitsville. <laughs> have a nice have a nice summer. See you next. Nail. Fall. nail. <laughs> see you next finger. See see you next next fingernail split. <laughs> Were we all already through? Nobody saw that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that. That's insane. All Benny's Benny. the walking, talking. I can't talk shit, but I will beat your ass. <laughs> I can't trust anybody. Okay, no one's looking. I'm gonna fucking throw a knife at this bitch. 
<laughs> Talk shit and get hit. <laughs> As you exit the portal, you arrive at council, but outside in the pouring rain. The wind feels much different and much chillier than the warm Yedis Beach summer resort. God damn it. There's a tall, twisting spire in front of you with rain pinging off the metallic exterior of the building. Loxif will head towards the front of the spire, where two guards will salute him and open uh, large stained glass doors. Loxif will say, They're with me if you can get him a badge real quick. One guard will take out a, uh, a stack of sticky notes and in his hand write visitor, but it's misspelled. How's it spelled? V I S. E-T-A-R. Visitar. Visitar. <laughs> and he give, puts a sticker on each one of your chests. Uh-uh. He doesn't touch the corset. I he interrupt and I, okay. I take the sticker from him and give it to Carl Jr. Does Carl Jr. put it on? Yes, of course he does. <laughs> right on his little forehead. <laughs> Adorable. So... Inside the spire looks quite different than outside. So the inside, you can look up and see that the entire center of the spire building is hollow, aside from one column in the very center that extends all the way to the top. There are round platforms floating up and down the spire, taking people from one level of the building to another. Loxif will walk onto an unoccupied platform on the main level and say, All right, I'll take you up from here. Come on and step on. It's safe, I promise. Steps on. Benny steps on. Yay. Yeah, if it looks like Tara isn't falling through the disc immediately. I don't like how I'm the test subject. <laughs> um, yeah, I also walk on. Walk on by. So as the platform starts to move up, Loxip will start to explain what happened. So we believe that Queen Amelia went missing sometime between midnight and 8 a.m. yesterday. She was escorted to her chambers at the end of the night by two guards. She went inside, locked the doors from the inside, and one guard remained outside her door the entire night. From what the guard says, they don't remember anything suspicious, but when the queen was late to come out, the guard knocked, went into the chambers, and no one was there. We haven't heard from or seen the queen since, and I'm frankly a little worried because our queen is missing, you know? I assume every somebody has uh, searched the room. They have. I actually haven't gotten my hands in there yet. The guards have looked, but it's our turn. Uh, actually, that guy has the uh, the key. And Loxif points up, and you see about seven or eight floors above you right now is is a tiefling man in a three-piece suit where the seams and lapels are imbued with magic light. So there's just this like little light show going on in all like the lapels and seams of the suit. Oh, that's so cool. And there are two guards standing behind them as well. I would love a fresh set of eyes if you guys can look in the room, just see if you notice anything. And we also have the guard. I don't know where the guard's being held. We'll find out once we talk to it. That up there is, oh, you know what I forgot to do? Oh, that's, you know what? I can talk as Chris when I'm saying that. So this queen that I just, uh, I just explained is one that was created completely by our Patreon members. The Ooh. fact that it is a tiefling, the fact that it is a light imbued three-piece suit, the accent that I'm going to try and pull off. I believe in you. But there's also the name of the queen that was in a poll. And I have to go figure out what the name of the queen is. So anyway, are there any questions that you need to ask Loxif while I look up the name of the queen? My dear Loxif, who are the people that came and did the investigation? 
Oh, well, the guard that opened the door did the initial investigation, and then from there we locked the door and shut it off. I don't think anyone's been in there since. Where is that guard currently? Uh, They were being questioned by the council, and then the council would have released them somewhere. I wasn't privy to the council's conversation, but uh, I'm not sure exactly, but Queen Hickory the Graceful will be able to tell us the answer. I love that. A cute ass name. Who knows, Miss Me Queen Hickory? <laughs> well, when you say it like that, <laughs> Hickory the Graceful. Thank you, Tom, for the name suggestion. As your platform reaches the floor with the Tiefling Queen on it, the uh, the Queen will remove a stick from his lips, slowly letting his lips and tongue reveal a glassy black ball on the end. A dark slime trail extends from his lip as the lollipop is lowered. Uh, Is it tar? What is he eating? What is this? Uh, These are squid ink lollipops. Oh, why? Um, Eve looks at this scene and says, I choose death and just like turns around and does not want to look anymore. (laughs) Again, the snack chosen by our Patreon members. What a weird thing to choose. I'd rather die. Looks if there's still no sign of the queen, no Queen Amelia in sight. Uh, here's the key to her chambers. You've got, done great work so far. I do need a queen here quickly. We've got laws to make. And puts the lollipop back in his mouth. Walls or wars? Laws. 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 Okay. Thank, thanks for the key. Yeah, these are the um, adventures I told you about. Benny, Eve, they've helped me before. So we'll, we'll try and get to the bottom of this as quickly as we can. I know it's inconvenient, but uh, could you tell us where the guard is being held? We're not, um, we need to interview her. I don't want to say interrogate. I believe her, but, you know, we need to talk to her still. Oh, yes. The, uh, the guard is held up in her, in her wife's shop on the 13th floor. It's called Boobs and Dicks, I believe. Oh, my God. <gasps> Eve punches a hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> You can find the guard down there. She's there with her wife, calming her down. Oh, my God. Wait, you, you said boobs and dicks? Marie's here? I, that's the name of the woman in the shop, yep. Yeah, do you, do you have any more uh, lollipops? The queen will snap his hand and one of the, snap his fingers, and one of the guards will <laughs> Snaps remove. his hand right off. Snaps his hand right <laughs> off. Uh, snaps his fingers, and one of the guards will pull a lollipop out of their pocket, and lean forward with it the queen will grab it with just two fingers and slowly move it in your direction here you go lass oh, that's you. scottish uh, I... <laughs> thank you i was wondering what the accent was but i i gotcha it's not scottish um, it's supposed to be irish i i was thinking irish to be Good. honest irish is what it's supposed to be i've been listening to a lot of irish it's just easy to switch into scottish i don't know why Dairy Girls is so good. Dairy Girls is so good. Here's a lovely for for you, dear. Thanks. Um, I really appreciate it. It's very kind of you. I suggest savoring the flavor. Drink it, lick it slowly. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely keep this for a special occasion. Thank you. Now, excuse me, I've got more queenly duties to attend to, so you'll be on your way. Good luck finding the queen. Let us know when you find anything. Uh, Yep, thank you, your highness. Uh, Queen... Okay, bye. And the queen will walk away with their two guards. Honestly, he's a real dick. Real dick. Anyway. 
Well, let me, what would you guys like to do first? Would you like to head to the chambers first, or do you want to talk to uh, the guard over down in Boobs and Dicks? Jet is feeling uh, a little overwhelmed. I'm just letting everyone know. I do declare that maybe we should check the room first, and Eve starts walking towards that. Okay, guess well, we know where we're going. Cool. We'll head this way. Wait, what did, what did, what did we choose? I'm sorry, I was putting my, my lolly in my backpack. We are going to the queen's room where she was abducted. We don't want to go see Marie? Remember Marie? She gave me I, a bucket one time. I do declare that if we were to check the room first, um, it could give us clues and better uh, questions to ask the guard when we uh, uh, get to them. Second. Also, okay. I thought Marie ran buckets and baskets. Oh. Maybe you didn't know, but yeah, Marie did used to uh, sell buckets and baskets on, on the side of the road, but then she took over the storefront of Boobs and Dicks. Lovely. Oh, good for her. We love an entrepreneur. Yeah, I mean, the <laughs> other owner before that was pretty evil, so. Eve punches another hole in the wall. <laughs> yeah. Can you yeah, not we, punch We don't really holes? talk about it a whole lot, but it, it was pretty bad. Um, Eve did some questionable things with one of their partners, and, and uh... You know, we, we just don't talk about it. But Marie is lovely. She's wonderful. She gave me a bucket. Great. Fantastic. So where is that room now? So Loxif leads you down a long hallway and leads you to a door. Large wooden double doors, very ornate. Loxif will put the key in and open up the doors. Uh, the doors do open inward, which is not fire code, but they open inward. Uh, and the room is kind of what you would expect. A very royal-looking bedroom slash uh, study area. There's a fireplace there. A couple of windows, but no other doors into the room. And then there's a private bathroom as well. Bed, desk. There's a table that a puzzle, like a jigsaw puzzle is being worked on. Oh, what's the puzzle? It's very humanizing. Uh, the puzzle's of a unicorn. They've got the, uh, the edges done and the horn and head so far, but they're working on the torso body. What's the background? Uh, the background is mountainous with a rainbow. Ooh. Like snowy mountains, snowy tipped okay. mountains. Is there snow on the ground underneath the unicorn or is it green grass? It's green grass. A little warmer in the foreground, a little cooler in the background. Hmm. I was not listening. Unicorn. There's a snowy unicorn here. Puzzle? It's a puzzle. Okay, cool. Yes, I'm, gonna, I'm also going to put improv jigsaw puzzles in my resume now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I thought you were trying to get the job. <laughs> Eve just begins, like, dusting. Like, looking for things. Okay. I yeah, would dusting say, sounds like you're getting rid of evidence. <laughs> well, I mean, like, don't you dust for fingerprints? Mm. Oh, true. See, you just so hell bent on me being evil. No, but like dusting, if you don't say dusting for prints, you're just like regular ass dusting. Yeah, I was just picturing even a maid's uniform, like the really tight, like black and white short skirt uniform with a tiny little feather duster. Definitely serving himbo. I mean, I'm in. Right. I'm in to win it. But it's like a way short skirt, like a full pussy outlook. Like, yes, full puss <laughs> on display. Yeah, so Eve starts, like, dusting for fingerprints and is, like, got that voice back. It's like, hmm, yes, quite. Uh, most peculiar. Yes. Mm -hmm. Full puss out isn't a thing. Yeah. 
Full puss out isn't a thing that. How about everyone roll me an do. investigation check then? You don't go full puss out? I've met um, at least one woman. I've been to a couple high school dances. Damn. Out. Oh, okay. thank God. A high roll today. Uh, I rolled an 18. I got a 17. 10. 19. Okay. What are these one-up as numbers? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think everyone can notice that this room is actually just kept really well. It stays pretty clean. There's nothing that seems to be too out of place. Uh, what you, what Benny, Jet, and Eve see is that there are some puzzle pieces that are on the ground instead of on the table. And as you're, as Benny's going through the puzzle pieces, she finds a black button with some black string going through the holes. What the hell? Clearly not part of the puzzle. Clearly doesn't belong here. Uh, one, are the number of puzzle pieces on the floor semi-equivalent to the number of pieces that look missing? Like, does it look like someone took a couple pieces? Uh, and two, do I see any clothing? I assume Eve would have opened up closets and stuff while poking around for sure so the number of puzzle pieces on the ground seems to be like a handful right like just some of them have fallen off the table it doesn't like not all of the loose pieces it's just some of them right okay uh there is an entire armoire full of clothes let's let's uh, let's investigate the the wardrobe let's just uh, let's give even jet the investigation on it okay fucking Uh, um wait i think i have something (laughs) jet's looking behind the wardrobe yeah, exactly. There's no secret door. She keeps patting it. There's a wall here. And I rolled a 17. Eve, you can notice that none of the clothes in the wardrobe have a button missing. Okay. Yeah, I don't have anything. I just got a really bad. Okay, and I say, it seems that the person... Uh, wait. <clears throat> it seems that the person who took uh, our queen was uh, possibly wearing a black button because none of these clothes match what Benny has in her hand. Yes, yes, quite peculiar. (laughs) Uh, The other thing that you notice is that the room really does have no other openings. The only way to get in and out of this room is the door that you're on. You are too high up for the windows to have been of any use and the windows do not open. Hmm. Um, Just to try and see if I, as Tisha, remember this correctly, does... Pogum still have the ring of teleportation? Yes. And Eve has the other one? Yes. The the rings, there's three rings total. Loxliff has one. Eve has one. Hogum has one. Okay. Uh, not, not to be a buzzkill, but um, I am a wizard, and there is magic in this world that could take people from one place to another. Yeah, it I seems too like that's what am... happened. A caster of magics, and I cast detect magic. Yeah. It'll tell the kind of magic, like the school. All right, so I um, cast detect magic. What do we see? There is currently no magic within 30 feet of you. And I look to everyone. I mean, uh, since... um, Tara can also cast Detect Magic. Can she just notice that as well? Tara cannot cast Detect Magic. Oh. I'm so sorry. I assumed. Yeah, don't assume my spells. You, I'm a bad bitch. Don't assume how I fill um, my slots. I'm a stupid house. You know stupid, what? Stupid, stupid, I see stupid Eve cast and Detect Magic, and I just cancel it. I counterspell. <laughs> <laughs> 
If I can't cast it, no um, one can cast it. Um, so, never mind it. Um, I'm just kidding. Just I kidding. didn't do that. Oh, okay. I was going to say, uh, just kidding. Um, yeah, so I cast Detect Magic, and there was no magic uh, used in the room. And I say, uh, well, friends, it seems that uh, the person was taken from this room expeditiously uh, through no means of magic. It also seems that uh, the person was taken through uh, physical force, which explains the struggle. With a queen missing from a room with only one exit, our team will continue to investigate on the next episode of Roll Gay Roleplay. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade. I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one Tish, the number one. I'm Brandon. You can find me on TikTok at Blue Cotton Candy Cosplay. Hi, my name is Katie, and you can find my rabbits at uh, Steny underscore chicken with no E on Instagram. I'm the baddest bitch, Jonathan. I play Eve, and you can find me on TikTok <laughs> at St. Eva Laurent. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. 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 LGBTQIA Actual Play Podcast Network.